Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Hallelujah. His dominion is forevermore. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless you. We glorify you. Your word says, where two or three are guarded in your name, there you are in their midst. Father, you honor your word above your name. So you are in our midst this morning. Whether we feel it, we know it or not, you are here. Because that is what you have said. And you will not change your word. So we welcome your presence this morning. We thank you, Father God. As we prepare to hear your word. Father, I surrender myself unto the Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. You are the mind of God. The word you have given me, use it to touch each and every one of us here this morning, including me. Open our hearts, our ears, to hear from you, to be able to feed on your word. Your word is a light unto our path. And as we hear your word, let it bring light in every area of our work with you. Things that we do not understand, Father, give us revelation. Give us understanding and give us that hope that you are with us. Let us know and be assured that you are our God and you will see us through no matter what we are going. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for another day in his sight. We bless the Lord. This month, we'll be talking about relationship. What we will share together is our relationship with God. Amen. Our relationship with God is the first relationship. Amen. That we should all have in our life. In the beginning, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit had a relationship that is found in Genesis. And God decided to have a relationship. So he first of all, he created things. Hallelujah. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were there already. But God decided to have a relationship. And in that relationship, he brought creation. Hallelujah. Because as we read, we read in Genesis 1, it says the earth was void. There was nothing. So darkness filled the earth. But God created light and called it what? Day. And darkness, which he called night. In Genesis 1, hallelujah, we read about the creation. And Genesis, the word Genesis in the word of God means the beginning. The book of Genesis gives us information and understanding of the human history. Amen. What God decided to do, Genesis tells us all. If you read Genesis 1, it tells us all. And most of us have read this book, Genesis. We know God created. He made light, day. He created all the animals in the name of Jesus. Amen. And then God 
before he created human beings to have a relationship with him, he made provision first. Amen. That is why he created the animals. Because he knows we'll be eating from the animals. Amen. He created the, the earth, grass, herbs, everything that we will need to cook our food. Hallelujah. God provided all these things. And after he's done that, he said, I've got everything in place. Likewise, in our life, before you get married, you get some things into place. Before you have children, as you are married and you are pregnant, you put some things into place. What do you do? You buy things, get ready for the baby. Before you start a new job, what do you do? You get ready. You get some suits, some clothes, what you wear. Because in everything, you have to prepare before you start. And that was what our father did. Amen. Jehovah. Jairah. Our provider. He provided before he even brought us on this set. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? So you should know that even now, no matter what you go through, God is still providing for you. Amen. And then, God created Adam. Hallelujah. And he gave him authority. To name all the animals and the birds on earth. God our Father knows that no man is an island. We need one another. We need fellowship. We need relationship. Amen. So what did he do? He put Adam to sleep. Genesis 2.21. As he put Adam to sleep, God created out of his rib Eve. Amen. God had a relationship with Adam and Eve. That was the relationship of human race. Amen. And as we read in Genesis, it says in the cold time, God comes down. And what does he do? He has a chat with them. So in relationship, there's communication. So even our heavenly father knew that. He came down and he always had conversation, chat with them and see how they were doing. So in our relationships, it's good to call each other to see how each other is doing because that is what our father does. That is what he did and we are to emulate our father. Amen. This was going on until the enemy came down and the enemy came between God and man. Amen. Because God the Father had given instructions. Can you please go to Genesis 3 for me? Verse 7 to 13. Is there somebody there? Okay. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. Amen. What did they do? The serpents came and deceived them. When God has given instruction, I've given you everything. God did not withhold from them. He gave them everything but one thing. Saying, don't touch this tree. 
but human beings. Disobedience. And what did he do? It's not because of them. They were obeying what God has said. But the enemy of their soul, that enemy was there before and is here today. God will give you instructions on things to do. But the enemy, who is your enemy, is always there to divert you, to divide what God has said to you, to turn away from it. So, the enemy came and told them, you can eat from this tree. And what did they do? Poor woman. The woman that God gave to Adam went on and they ate and sin entered the world. But God loved mankind throughout the Old Testament. He showed us his love towards mankind by forgiving them and saving them. From so many situations, even that time God saved them, when they realized they were naked, God is a dressmaker. Hallelujah. It's a seamstress. It's a designer. He designed something to cover them. And they were no more naked. Hallelujah. So God showed his love by forgiving them. And the Israelites throughout the book of Genesis, Exodus, and everywhere, you could see how they were disobedient. But love never gives up. Love never forsakes. For God loved us. So, in the fullness of time, hallelujah, because the all-knowing Father knew what mankind would do, God knew we would disobey him. He knew sin would enter the world. He had already got plan B. In your life, do you have plan B for things when they don't go right? Seek the face of the Lord because he had plan B. Amen. He didn't wait for Adam and Eve to disobey him and say, oh, what am I going to do? He already had a plan. And so, in the fullness of time, that plan B came into fusion. And who did God use again? God used a woman. This time, not Eve, but Mary, the virgin, who was betrothed to a young man called Joseph. In Matthew 1, verse 18 to 25, This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had her in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Amen. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophets. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God had a plan B already. 
And so Mary, who was betrothed, you see, shame, disgrace was coming because they did not know what happened. But God came and touched the heart of Joseph to tell him. So in that chaos, God brought a solution. Amen. So in the chaos of your life, in the distraction of your life, God will make a way for you. Amen. In John 3.16, one of my favorite scriptures, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God is full of love, and he showed that love through giving us his son. He loved to have a relationship with us. He wanted to be everything we need. And God knew everything we needed to be on this earth. So Mary's life, as I said, was distracted. She found love in Joseph, but in that distraction, she was blessed and not disgraced. So if you have a relationship with God, in that chaos, in that distraction, you will not be disgraced. You will be blessed. Amen. God's vision for all mankind is found in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. He says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So your future is in the hands of God. It's not in your hands. If you seek the Lord, if you have a relationship with him, he says he knows the plans. Every detail of your life, God has planned it already. Because he said, when you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. So before you even get married and have a child, before your parents were even married and had you, God had already laid a plan for you. He knows what you will end up. He knows who you will be. He knows your end before the beginning. Before you started crawling, God knew that you'll be a doctor. He knew you'll be a lawyer. You'll be a businessman. You'll be a man of God. You'll be a woman of God. You'll be a trader. All these things are gifts that God gives to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. So as you walk in the plan of God, you will fulfill your purpose. Amen. Our relationship with God, the Father, gives us benefits. So as you have relationship with God, and he knows the thoughts he has for you, he knows the plans he has for you, and as you zero into him, make him the Lord of your life, have a relationship with him, even though distractions come, God will see you through. All of us here, including me, we've all done things that were not right. We've turned in a way that even our parents were not happy. But for the grace of God, for the love of God, for the plan of God, for the future God has for you, God has brought you back. And as you continue to grow, you continue to make mistakes. But I assure you, 
Be at peace. Because the God of your tomorrow, your, 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 your tomorrow is the God of your future. He will see you through. He who has begun a good job will bring his completion. What God created you to be, the one he wanted you to be in the family, the one he wants you to be in the community, in your workplace, in the body of Christ, what God has called you, no body, no power. Even though you may divert, God will still bring you. Even in driving, sometimes you put your I, uh, what a GP on the thing and it will lead you to a wrong place. But at the end, you always come back to where you wanted to go. So in your life, if you have a relationship with God, hold on to him. He knows you. He knows you make a mistake. He has made a way for you already. Amen. So our relationship with God also brings us, gives us benefits. In Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. I was cool, now I'm hot. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The greatest, hallelujah, Psalm 103, 1 to 5 says, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all in most being. Oh, me, I like the King James. So. <laughs> Praise the, he said, Yes, good. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to five. That is the benefit. If you have a relationship with God, he says, he forgiveth all your iniquities. He heals all your disease. Every sickness, you call upon him. Remind him of his word. That is what he said. He delivers your life from destruction. Many a times, we don't know the things God does for us. When you are driving, God delivers you from destruction. When you are at home, God delivers you from destruction. Even when you are cooking, the oil or the hot uh, thing can splash on you. But God, that's what, he delivers you. So God is in your life if you have a relationship with him more than you even know. Amen. And then the greatest commandment with the relationship of God is found in Luke 10 verse 27. So he answered and said, and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. You will love the Lord with all your heart. So don't give your heart to a woman. Don't give your heart to a man. Give your heart to God first. And through that connection, God will give you Someone that you love. A man or a woman. But give your heart to God first. Amen. He says you should love him with all your strength. All the strength in you. Don't use the strength in you to go to the gym and be popping out all the time. 
give that strength to God first. Amen. And we, if you love God with all your strength, when you go to the gym, you won't do too much. Because the strength of God will uplift you. Amen. You don't have to quarrel with people with all your strength if you love the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It says, love him with all your soul. Your mind. Let your mind be focused on God. Let your mind think of things that are of God. That are good. That will bring good reports. Amen. And he says, Love your neighbor as yourself. When we love God, you know, human beings, we cannot love. It is only God who puts that love, that desire, that ability in us because he's love. When you love God, he'll make you love anyone, no matter what they do. Amen. The benefits, as I said earlier on, God gives your mouth what good things and renews your strength. That is provision. Sometimes you get up, you say you want to, you want to eat this kind of food. God provides for you. There are many who are rich out there. They have money. They can call for the steak, whatever. Fair, uh, Michelin style cuisine, but they cannot eat it. They don't have the ability to eat. But you, as a child of God, even if you want Kobe, you can eat it and enjoy it. Because that is what you desire. In whatever you want, in whatever you eat, God is your provision. is your provider. And you eat it, you eat it with joy. Hallelujah. You eat it with strength. You eat it knowing that your God is the one who has provided it for you. If you have a relationship with God, you will know who you are. You will not be afraid of anything. Psalm 27 says, you will not fear any man. Hallelujah. The first verse. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Of whom? I'm asking you, who should you be afraid? Nobody. Fear the Lord. But don't fear man. Man cannot do anything. Because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And the word of God says, you should not fear. Honor him. Acknowledge him. Reference him. Stand in awe of him. And then, you go everywhere. You see, there are some people who because of who they know they are in Christ. You may think they are boastful or they, have, they are arrogant. No, because they know who they are. So anywhere they go, what do they go? They go with confidence. It is not pride. They go with the confidence knowing that God is in me. God will make a way for me. God will see me through. I don't fear man. You are going for an interview. Why should you be scared? You get up early in the morning. And you're, you're, you're building up stress. No. God, who is making a way for you, will take you that to, to that interview. Whatever you are doing, do not fear. For God, who is your strength, 
we see you through. He says you should not fear. Amen. If you have God in your life, your relationship continues to give you, and your relationship gives you confidence. And the word of God says, he will never leave you nor forsake you. God will never leave you nor forsake you. Man will leave you and forsake you. Your parents will leave you, forsake you, not in a bad way. They are not leaving you, but if they are called into glory, if God calls them, they are gone. They've left you. It is not their desire to do it, but that is the circumstances. So circumstances can make people leave or forsake us. But God, no matter what circumstances comes your way, he will never leave you nor forsake him. If you, when you turn away from him, we've all been in the wilderness. We were born again when we were in secondary school. But along the line, we turn to our own ways. But God did not leave us. Because he knows what he has deposited in all of us. He brought us back to where we are. So God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Your partner may leave you. Your friends may leave you. Your colleagues may leave you. But God, sometimes situations happen. And the person you love most, thinking, oh, this person will stand for me, they will turn their back to you. But God will never do that. He's always with you. He will be with you. He will see you through. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. He's in control of everything in your life. Because you know him. Because you have a relationship with him. You overcome in the name of Jesus. So how do you strengthen your relationship with God? Number one, as I put it down, you humble yourself and pray. And prayer is more than exciting words. Amen. Prayer is not saying, Father God, your bucket list. Father, do this, do that. No. It is a, a communication with a loved one. When we go to our friends or when we go to our spouses, do you go with a bucket list? Hey, other blessing. Sir Joseph will come. I want designer shoe. I want bag. I want a house. No, no, no. First, she loves you. She cooks for you. She does things for you. So by the time she asks you to do that thing, your heart is already there to bless her. Likewise, all of us, we don't go to God just with our bucket list. We go praising him, worshiping him, acknowledging. And how do you acknowledge God? You acknowledge God because all of us here, you have something God has done for you. Father, when I was single, me, you gave me my partner. Not only that, you gave me the fruit of the womb. Not only that, today, Naomi, me too, I have a grandson. To the glory of God. But when, before Xavier was born, amongst my friends, my own sister-in-law and sister-in-laws, when I got married, they were saying, oh, it's one year, you are still not pregnant, what is happening? And I, being in the flesh, was worried. I even went to my GP. 
I don't know whether he's still alive or where he is, but one Ghanaian doctor, doctor, he's from Benjamin at uh, Streatham. He said, in our language, why are you worried? You will get pregnant. Don't worry. I said, no, but I've, I said, you... So I said, okay, if you want your heart to be at rest, I'll send you to a fertility clinic. So they booked for me to go for tests. And before that test came, I was even Before the letter even came for appointment, I was pregnant. This is to the glory of God. So when they were saying it, did not it will not happen, it has happened. Not only that, I've got a grandson out of that. And I'll get more grandchildren out of that because of God. <laughs> and I'm not saying this to be happy over someone. My sister-in-law, who was at me all that time, I keep praying for her, but she's going to be with the Lord now. She never had any baby. And then they came around and told me, hey, Ekuma, in law, your God is good. They told me what they were thinking about. I didn't know. You say, what things people say about you, you wouldn't know. Until God works his miracle. And then they will come to confess. That is why he says, he will make a way. He will lay a table before you in the presence of your enemies. So as I was going and I was walking and I mean, I like life. This is what they were saying behind me. Hey, she can't have children. Whatever name, whatever label they put on you, God has turned it around already. Amen. And you are all here to testify. And if there are any areas in your life that is still pending, God is working around. And whatever they've labeled you, God will turn it around. Amen. Prayer is telling God, your father, your deepest feeling. Feeling of love for him. And also, things you cannot share with people. Whatever you want to tell anyone, Go to your father. The way you are feeling, that you can't share with anybody, share it with him. He's the answer. He's the only one who will see you through. Number two, read and study your Bible. Think of the Bible as your manual for navigating this world. Everything is in the word of God. Anything you need, God is there. His word will console you and counsel you. Number three, connect with like-minded people, believers filled with the Holy Spirit, living a life worthy of God. Not all believers want the good of you. So make sure you are in the right company. Amen. Seek the lost souls, witnessing to people, loving people, and showing love. I tell you, Brothers and sisters, the greatest thing God loves is for us when we witness. Because his heartbeat is for souls. So as you share the word of God, whether they receive it or not, you have sown a seed. And that is what God loves most. So make sure that anywhere you go, the word of God comes out of your mouth. Don't be ashamed. Share. Let people come to know the Lord. The fifth one is seek out your spiritual gifts and use them for the kingdom. In our everyday relationship with our children, our siblings, our spouses, our friends, 
we always want to communicate with them and know how they are doing and know how everything is going on. Likewise, God desires you to do the same. As you seek him, as you witness for him, he will take care of every area of your life. He says he loves us with everlasting love. God loves us with everlasting love. Even in death, God still loves you. In life, human beings, we love one. You have a spouse, you love the person. And maybe the person passes away. Some people find love again. But God's love is what? Everlasting. Even in death, God loves you. Amen. He has given you the holy power, the Holy Spirit. Holy power. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is holy power. He has given the Holy Spirit to empower you. You have the divine immunity. The enemy will be afraid of you. If you have relationship, good relationship with God, communicating with him, asking him like you have relationship with your friends, you have good friends. If you have a good relationship with God, you have what? Divine immunity. What does that mean? When the enemy comes in any way, God will make a way for you. He says he will turn the enemy's plans into blessings. What the enemy meant for evil, what does God do? He turns it around for good. So when you have a good relationship with God, he will turn things around for you. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You will not lack. You will not fear no evil. He will lay a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Psalm 91, verse 1 also says, to uh, five, five, verse 1 says, he is your refuge. If you have God, you have a relationship with him, he is your refuge. In the world, we see refugee camps. Where did they go? It's a, a place that they are there, they are kept there, they are fed, they are looked after, their needs are met. But God, the creator of heaven and earth, is your refuge. Amen. He will cover you. He will shield you. You will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste. Look at what happened on Friday. Hey, was it Friday? The storm. There was destruction. What did God do? All of us. He protected us. He delivered us from destruction. Having a relationship with God, you'll be at a place which you should not be. People say, I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. But because you have a relationship, that wrong place, God will make it a place of safety for you. Amen. He will protect you. He will give his angels charge over you. What a promise. People have bodyguards. People have watchmen watching their homes. But God has given what? His angels, who you do not see, but they see you. They know of every danger. They will protect you. They will protect your dwelling. No evil will come near you. Hallelujah. And he says in verse 15, when you call upon him, he will answer you. 
He will be with you in trouble. Not only that, he will deliver you and honor you. What a joy to have God honoring you. People go to Buckingham Palace to be honored by the queen. But you, a child of God, God honors you. Hallelujah. He honors you wherever you go, God honors you. Wherever you go, God makes you shine like a light there. Wherever you go, you are different in their midst because God is honoring you. People come to you. People admire you because it is God who is honoring you. Amen. Man will not honor us. God will honor us. Amen. And when God honors you, when you become before men and women, they will also honor you. Amen. And then he says, with long life, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? God has given us long life. Even when you are sick, remind God of this scripture. Father, you said with long life, you satisfy me. Ezekiel did the same thing. When God told him to get ready, he said, Father, in those days, they had to do something. We don't have to do anything. Christ has done everything for us. So you say, Father God, remember what Christ did for me. And remember your word that you have given unto me. Father, give me 10 more years. Give me 15 more years. And challenge God. He will honor his word about his name. That is why he says we should come and reason with him. He says, say it. And you shall receive it. Amen. He also disciplines us. And corrects us with love. And God has the final say in our life. We have a song who says, who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. Who has the final say? Jehovah has the final say. Jehovah turns my life around. Jehovah turns my life around. He makes a way where there seems no way. Jehovah has the Lift up your hand. If God has not had the final say in your life, if he has not changed, turn things around. God has done. He has the final say. Your end is not written before men. Your end is in the presence of God. And he's watching over his word about you to perform it. Amen. And John 15, 13 says, Greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Amen. Christ laid down his life for us. In John 15, 17, he says, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. If you have a relationship with God, and have the word of God in your heart, the sky is your limit. Because when you get to the sky, that is it. You can't go up again. Because God will always make a way for you. He will take you higher and higher. Amen. Our God is not limited. He is limitless. So as a child of God, you have the power. You are not limited to only one thing. God can empower you to go higher and higher. Amen. Amen. He will give you peace. God will surprise you. Hallelujah. And he says, he will give you that peace that surpasses all understanding. And that will dwell in your heart. 
when you have a relationship with God. All your relationships will work together for good. If you have a relationship with God, every relationship in your life, if you seek him first concerning that relationship, he will make a way for you. Even when there are times that things have to end, God will turn things around for you. Amen. Our relationship with our parents, our brothers, our siblings, our spouses, when you make God first, he will make everything. Where there are disputes, God of restoration will restore it in the name of Jesus because he makes all things beautiful. There is nothing that is difficult with him if you have a strong relationship with him. God loves each and every one of us, irrespective of our flaws, irrespective of our weakness. And as we stand up, looking up to him, he will always make a way for us. God loves us all and desires to have a more intimate relationship with us. We have intimate relationship with our friends, our spouses, but God wants to be in that, that sacred place, that place of intimacy, saying, Father, you come first before any other thing. You make him the first one in your life, the most important person in your life, and God will see you through. Shall we all be upstanding? As time is coming to, uh, getting closer, we are going to pray this morning. If there's any area in your life, your relationship with God, maybe in your prayer life, in your giving life, in your, 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 your God, has, your, everyone here, you have a gift. Talent, even in that, even if you don't know today, ask him because you have a relationship with him. Father, open my eyes to know where I need to change. Let us pray in the name of Jesus. Father, I just want to thank you this morning. I bless and I glorify you. Father, we thank you that we have a relationship with you. What a relationship. Love that will not let us go. Love that is always there for us to encourage us and to direct us. Father, as we all stand up today in every area of our life, Father, we are calling upon you to show us places in our relationships with you that we need to do more in service to you in working with you, in prayer, and also in loving one another. You are God that loves. That is why you gave us Christ. He laid down his life that we may have a relationship with you. So we thank you for our relationship. We thank you for the church family. We pray for the church family that we will love one another. Father, we pray for those that for one or other reason, they have drawn back. Father, whatever it is, we pray that they will see the love of God. You envelop them in that love to bring them back. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. So, brethren, as God has loved you, this 2022, have a strong relationship with God and love even those that are unlovable. Show love to them and God will continue to bless you. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Amen. Amen. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.